like Kara said, my name is Laura, and my family was sad that I didn't invite them along <laughs> tonight, um, but it does allow me to be a little more present, and so I'm grateful for that. Um, I, I was telling the, the huddle um, earlier as we were kind of checking in tonight, um, I told them that two summers ago, my family and I um, found a refuge, found North City to be a refuge for us for the summer in a time that we were in transition. And um, so I just really appreciate this community and what God is doing here. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your hospitality and it's good to be back. So um, tonight we are, um, our theme, you've been going through the summer and the theme has been focusing each week on Jesus is. And tonight we're going to talk about Jesus is healer. Um, And the question tonight was about our bodies. What have you been noticing in your body over the summer? Maybe you feel extra strong. I'm lugging around a seven-month-old baby boy these days, and so I am feeling, like, a little bit toned. (laughs) Um, But I'm also noticing the ongoing recovery that's happening in my body after baby number one, who is now three, and baby number two, who is seven months, Phoebe and Gilbert. I'm noticing a sore left hip that just doesn't go away. (laughs) Funny, but not funny. Um, Regularly occurring headaches, which I just can't seem to quite pinpoint why. Um, Irregular sleep. See note about baby Gilbert. Um, Mixed with these spurts of insomnia where I just cannot fall back asleep, which is so frustrating when it's like the one thing that I so deeply desire. Um, so when I'm noticing these things about my body, honestly, my first, my first response is to try not to give them too much attention. I find that when it comes to empathy and compassion for other people's illnesses or pain or whatever is going on for them in their bodies or le- their lives, like I'm there for it. I can show up. I want to be present. Like, tell me, tell me about the pain. <laughs> you know, like, I'm here to listen. Um, however, I have a much harder time finding compassion for my own body and slowing down enough to pay attention to what it's telling me in the day-to-day. Similarly, it feels easier for me to ask Jesus to be healer on someone else's behalf than on my own. Sure, Jesus cares about other people's bodies and their healing um, and their suffering. But when it comes down to it, do I believe he cares about my healing? That he comes as healer to me? Like just deep sighs. That's what my body does right then. Deep sigh. (laughs) And why does talking with Jesus about these things, the hip, the headache, the lack of sleep, why does that feel so vulnerable? What is that fearful knot in my stomach connected to when I start thinking about it? So this is an ongoing place of wrestling for me. I got to choose the, I got to choose the theme, the Jesus is healer theme tonight. <laughs> and I just, full disclosure, that it's a very much a place of, like, I'm thoroughly in process in this. 
And yet it just feels so like I know this is who Jesus is and I want to experience, I want to experience that, that Jesus, who Jesus is as healer, even in the midst of my uncertainty, in the midst of my doubt, <laughs> all of those things. So um, the Jesus story that I want to share with you tonight, um, I just keep coming back to it because it's a story that helps me to trust. It helps me to trust that Jesus is indeed healer, um, and he's my healer, your healer, our healer. So the story tonight comes from the Gospel of Mark. It's in chapter 5. If you want to, I don't know how you guys do this. You can just listen. If you want to follow along on your phone, you're welcome to do that. Um, Otherwise, you can just listen, kind of settle in. This is a little bit of a long story um, because there's multiple kind of chunks, but it's a good, it's, well, I'm clearly biased, but it's a good one. So settle in, close your eyes if that helps you um, to listen and focus. And why don't you just go ahead and take a little deep breath as we pause for a moment, and then I'll, um, I'll read our Jesus story for tonight. Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43. Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake, where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. My little daughter is dying, he said. Please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him, and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him, and so he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But he kept on looking around to see who had done it. And then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. And while he was still speaking to her, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, and they told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith. Then Jesus stopped the crowd 
and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And when they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. And he went inside and asked, why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him, but he made them all leave. And he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, get up. And the girl, who was 12 years old, immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened, and then he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus is healer. I mean, can you imagine, like, let's rewind for a moment. Can you imagine this father coming to Jesus on behalf of his 12-year-old dying daughter? Saying, please come and lay your hands on her. Like, heal her so she can live. And then on the way, in the crush of the crowd comes this woman whose incessant bleeding began the same year that that girl was born bleeding for 12 years. And she thinks to herself, after all of her efforts at trying to figure this out, what's happening in her body, after all those efforts have failed, she thinks to herself, if I can just touch Jesus' robe, I will be healed. And she does it. (laughs) She does it. And immediately the woman and Jesus know in their bodies that something powerful just happened. I find that so fascinating. And Jesus seeks her out. And she too, just like Jairus, falls at Jesus' feet and tells him the whole truth. And he says to her, daughter, and he, this is the one time in scripture that Jesus calls anybody daughter, this dear woman, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. And then terrible news. It's just like the story. (laughs) Now this Jairus, your daughter, is dead. So they get to the home of Jairus, and Jesus escorts out all the professional mourners who are weeping and wailing and takes the mother, mom and dad, into the room along with his three disciples. And he is not late. And he takes her by the hand and he says to her, little girl, get up. And then she's up (laughs) and she's walking around. Make sure to get her something to eat, you know, which we were doing here. Make sure we get something to eat. And this is Jesus, our healer. And I just... The thing that I love about this story, like if this was the one story that I heard about Jesus and I didn't know anything else, I just, I love the way that Jesus honors the bodies of these women. And because because of the way that he interacts with them and moves towards them and touches them and affirms them, 
the way that he's present with them, I know and I trust that Jesus, that is how Jesus comes to me. That is how Jesus comes to you. This is how Jesus comes to us as healer. And he does not leave people in the condition in which he finds them. So may we trust tonight that Jesus is near and that his intention towards us are good. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for these good bodies that you have given to us. And we trust you tonight, God, that um, you have healed us and you are healing us and that we will be healed. And when the times come that we don't understand and when the pain and the suffering is hard and unbearable, Lord Jesus, will you meet us there and give us faith to trust you in that place. Thank you for this, your church. May we be your faithful people in the world, and um, may we cry out to you, Lord, in our need, in our need for healing. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.